0: Welcome to the Slipstream F1 Podcast. Join us every Thursday for the preview show and every Sunday after the race. In this episode, we digest an entertaining Dutch Grand Prix, seeing Max Verstappen take the top step in successive races. We see the future of F1 coveting the podium and review some Dutch delicacies and our F1 bingo scorecards. Well, welcome back to the Slipstream F1 podcast. And it was a great race in, uh, what was it? The Netherlands. I almost said Holland again. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Uh, Max Verstappen claiming another back-to-back win uh, in the Zandvoort City with uh, zero flares out on track. Thank goodness. Um, A a race that was littered with uh, a few incidents, namely Bottas and Tsunoda being forced out with various anomalies. But this time, Max Verstappen showing not the clearest of race margins or at least not as not as crazy as it was in belgium but nonetheless a good race
1: yeah no fantastic race um good performance from mercedes um also really notable to see aston martin bringing out a lot more pace than what they usually have lance roll coming 10th starting 10th ending 10th not bad um s1 Arcon from alpine doing a lot better than uh, fernando alonso um yeah all around really good race really good performance from Mercedes me being a Mercedes fan I was very proud to see them actually like really pulling out all the stops and you know dealing with their no pod um, you know issue that they've been having so no it was a really really good race
0: they were definitely a lot closer than uh, last week yeah. I mean it, it, was, it was ridiculous to see it just I mean it, it just it just goes to show what kind of track can make a real difference to a different set of cars i mean yeah, Belgium exactly. was obviously like an anomaly yeah but uh, there was a, i mean this is this was rob's uh first ever uh Belgi- sorry uh dutch grand prix that he was watching uh last year wasn't really a, a year that you were getting into things but um this year you've been like on the ball so i mean your first ever dutch grand prix i mean it just goes to show you how different tracks are, overtra- are overtaking uh happy tracks yeah this not so much you got you got to be really really um, decisive where you're going to take people definitely
1: and you know if if you're a beginner from you know looking at f1 from the outsider's perspective and you're looking at this track you would actually think that this would be a track that would be quite overtaking friendly because it feels like very open long straights huge and banking corners like you if you're a, a rookie you know someone that doesn't really understand motor racing you would think that it's it's highly possible
0: dude i still think yeah i, I look every single time i look at that uh, banking corner i think oh my god i'm gonna be able to overtake someone there yeah never yeah, never N- never i mean it, it's one of those things where i think as a, as a racer you look at jamford and you think that's a great track not a great track to overtake overtake or necessarily um have the most exciting racing for a spectator mm. but i'm sure as a driver you're always on the limit you yeah. have not go a second to yourself very uh monaco hungry sort of mm-hmm. vibes where you're never really going too straight for too long you're you're always on the limit you're always about to crash you're always about to make some sort of mistake and uh i think that's what really creates it a, a bit of a spectacle so if you know just a tiny bit and i think everyone getting into formula one more and more and more they're starting to see, okay, I understand this is all about strategies. This isn't yeah. actually about uh, who's who's going to be overtaking who on track. I mean, if you overtake, great, well done, you've made up places. But uh, as we saw there, I think two, three seconds in the pits are going to decide where you end up. Yeah, definitely. And um, that's, that's kind of where it leaves uh, a, a few teams like uh, Ferrari, who managed uh, very successfully to turn yet another 2-3 into a 3-6 yeah three six congratulations
1: ferrari that's awesome <laughs> that's really good but before we actually move on from that i actually want to remind listeners and any person that's watching f1 for the first time how close in pace these cars actually are like looking at it from the qualifying what is it to what was the 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 difference between
0: like 1.7 seconds between first and last no,
1: no no the in qualifying wasn't it like it's ridiculous yeah it's, it's basically
0: in, in q1 yeah. one you, you had a, you had a field spread of less than two seconds
1: and like this is ranging from Red Bull the top team all the way down to Williams. Aston Martin Williams like it's yeah. insane how like even though these cars seem so far behind on the actual race day they are so close in time on actual qualifying it's ridiculous yeah
0: there's no joke teams yeah there, no one's a joke here there used everyone to be is the, here a 107 percent rule that had to be applied yeah in situations where if you were 7% slower than everybody else, you'd, you, you know, you'd have to pre-qualify to get into these events. Mm. And uh, I mean, I know I've, I've had a, I've had a couple of rants where I've said, you know, we need 26, 85 teams on the grid. <laughs> I, I, I love the thought of it, man. Everyone get in a car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people just in there with road cars, man. Yeah. Who cares? <laughs> Little men on bicycles. But uh, I, I do feel that it's incredible that a spread of ten teams among 10, twenty drivers, yeah, countless individuals putting their their time and effort into these teams can bring them so close, yeah, within within a track, and uh, it's it's a marvel to watch. And I think Zandvoort's actually a, a standout uh, track on the yeah on, on the calendar to actually show you just how uh, it, it comes down to the teams, not mm. necessarily just the drivers uh, putting in all the work there, because things like um, your strategies. Are just so key here. Yeah, Um, it 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 really it it was it was a better race than perhaps the. Perhaps the TV did justice, but it was it was really good to watch. Um, it was especially good to watch to see that the new blood in Formula One is uh, coming mm. forward. Uh, Russell, Leclerc, and Verstappen getting themselves on the podium. I've been waiting to see that for quite a while. Um, do you think that this bodes well for the future of Formula One? Definitely, it's it's
1: painting the way forward. Okay. All three of those drivers are so exceptional, so driven, so and and also in like the best teams that they could possibly find themselves in. Red Bull, Mercedes, Ferrari—it's insane. Like those three drivers will be the future of Formula
0: One, I think. I'm going to chuck Norris in there as well. Yeah, Norris, I mean, but Norris also is, McLaren. McLaren has such a pedigree, such a pedigree. Norris is battling with the McLaren that is, without a doubt, yeah, not the car yeah. to be driving in, but still he finds himself battling with Hamilton and uh, Russell in the front at the start of races. Yeah, he, he has no right to be there. Yeah. but he's there, and, uh, and he as soon as they, as soon as they get themselves together. Uh, McLaren as a team uh, with Piastri next year as well. Yeah. Now that's confirmed. Ooh, it's hey. gonna be spicy, buddy. Do you know what's okay? What Oscar Piastri going into McLaren
1: now? All the all the mud that's been thrown against Alpine and McLaren, it's it's gotten very dirty. And now there's this name that's like now lingering over Oscar Piastri, and that's Piastro. What, what's it? Piasco. Yeah, Oscar Piasco, and he can't he. All eyes are on him next season, and he can't mess up. He
0: really cannot. It also it's, does seem like it's really unfortunate. It's super. Uh, I mean, he came up with the, uh, all the details came out uh, now after the um, after Daniel Ricciardo had been finalised. He was no longer yeah. racing, and he was uh, going to be taking his spot. You do realize that this is actually not an indictment on his decision making, but it, it's just behind the scenes uh, bureaucracy that yeah. takes place. He did have a valid contract in place. He had already told Alpine, hey, I'm out of here, guys. Yeah. So Alpine it, it's a bit of a pity. Uh, yeah, He
1: also messed up the way he handled it, though. He could have handled it a lot better and he kind of threw mud against everyone. Th- that's what I'm saying.
0: Yeah, perhaps. But nonetheless, it's but, good yeah. to be talking about young kids getting yeah, into uh, kids. Formula 1 exactly. as opposed to uh, focusing on Alonso's, Alonso's uh, battles. Yeah, Hattons, let, um, I, I'm, I'm very happy to hear... That uh, there's controversy about a u- a youth that's getting into Formula One and mm. will be here for the next 10, 12 years. Yeah, I heard go so. Ahead. Go I, ahead. I honestly I wish the best for Oscar Piastri's
1: career. I really do. I just, I just don't want him to go into the sport and get burnt by like a lot of eyes. And you know him being a rookie driver going into a really prestigious team like McLaren it's 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 really dicey you know it, yeah it can be very dicey so i i hope it goes well
0: let's see how the the grid pans out for next year i'm sure yeah. McLaren have one eye on the 2023 season i think they may have ridden off 2022 yeah. a little bit they, there's not Hopefully much more they the can do ahead. yeah they, they probably got a lot of uh, riding on the next year's car which i think all, all the more um uh all the more reason to do so after mm-hmm. seeing what's happened with the daniel ricardo debacle but uh this wasn't really a standout performance from red bull Although Max won, and that's probably the sign of a champion, is somebody who can win on a very uh, bland, boring, unexceptional day. Yeah. He just got the job done and he won. However, do you think that other teams fail to capitalize more than anything else? And this is why yeah. Max won. Um, <clears throat> I think it's a bit of both. I think
1: Red Bull are extremely exceptional. Mercedes were very exceptional this weekend. They did lose on their strategy with Hamilton. Ferrari, same strategy error. Um, but you know, it's Red Bull are in league are in such a league of their own, and those teams like the other teams that are pushing through are really trying to get there. And it was very close because, okay, first of all, not the track for Red Bull. Um, Mercedes are really like stepping up their game and yeah I, I, I just think it's It was like a combination of like people stepping up slightly just not good enough poor strategies and that's kind of what resulted in. yeah it. I mean look at Perez
0: Perez what came
1: fourth fifth
0: yeah Perez was incredibly anonymous it, it definitely didn't see seem like the type of track that was going to suit red bull if it was going to suit red bull it would yeah. be down to an exceptional drive like verstappen was able to uh, pull out mercedes with a very uh, downforce heavy car uh, yeah. ferrari with a car that really enjoys the medium speed corners especially in fact all corners it's really, really strong there it did seem like a track that was going to suit them and this might be one of the tracks that was probably their best chance to get a really strong result hamilton looking like he was probably going to win the race up until the yeah. decision time That'd came where the safety car came out for yuki Sonoda and they had to was it no no sorry and uh they was it was it was geez. it no, no you're right you're right, it was for you're Bottas, right yeah. yeah and um they had the option to put hamilton onto the uh, soft tires mm. didn't bring him in for that george made the right call though yeah had they brought hamilton and george in probably would have had a different story
1: here but you were also saying that it could have been because of um he didn't have enough soft tires or like he
0: had like a you know set of soft tires that were from quali um so you know yeah it, i i'm not sure if yeah. uh, hamilton had uh, any soft tires left but even if he had gone to a scrubbed set with uh, that have done one heat cycle i'm sure he would have been able to carry on the race with that and uh, you, you think he would have yeah i yeah. think that might have been the better the, the better choice either way if, It was a tough one because Mercedes... Look, for Mercedes to continue to get in the top five is a good job. What they've done this weekend is take more points out of that Ferrari gap. Insanely so, Every single time Ferrari decide that it's better to come third and sixth as opposed to (laughs) second and third, no matter how many times they start second and third, Mercedes are going to take a chunk out of that gap. And they're getting closer and closer and closer. Yeah. And to be very honest... All, all the more to them. I'm not, I'm not a Mercedes fan. I'm not a Ferrari fan. I just want to see somebody catch. I, I, I'm I, a fan of catching people who are not doing as well as they should be mm. through their own negligence, especially. You should not win yeah. if you're not good enough. Yeah. And Ferrari are just not good enough at the moment. Yeah. The amount of times I get a message from an Italian friend of mine. Luca. <laughs> every, every single race. It's like I have this on at 4.30 or whatever the time, 30 minutes into the race, I know I'm going to get an SMS saying, oh my gosh, what have they done with Leclerc? Oh, the Ferraris again. Yeah, It's just gonna. It's become a little bit boring now. You would have thought after the summer break that they would have sorted this nonsense out. Mm. But um, them aside, it did seem like uh, Max Verstappen had it all to do and made it work. Yeah. So... Congratulations, Tim. It's, it's good to see that the uh, young guns are coming through. Now, uh, moving on to the next topic here, mm. a, a little bit away from the racing, but still part of it. Who the hell <laughs> brings a flair to a sporting event and why? Um, cookie Dutch. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> yobbers. I mean, on, Just honestly, yobbers. In in what world... In what world do you think, I've bought a ticket to a sporting event, I've got a shirt to the sporting event, I've come to watch a sporting event, but I didn't bring a flair? Do, do people at football games do this? They do that sometimes. Yeah, they, they are. It's, it's a very European thing. It's not yeah. necessarily um, British. Yeah, but if you go to uh, Turkey or you go to Greece or you go to—I I don't know much about the uh, the Eredivisie religion, or anything yeah. like that—but you do get it in the European uh, football games where they do bring in flares. But for what purpose? I, I just—I just don't get. It. If you're—if you, you're here to see a spectacle, cool. in what world do you become the type of person who is so self-important that you can throw a flare? Onto a track. No. Look, I honestly th- throwing it onto the track and especially like
1: a racing track, that's unacceptable. It doesn't make sense. Um, but I do understand lighting it up because it's it, it adds, you know Atmosphere. Like Ambiance. Ambiance. Atmosphere. You know, it's like you're looking through the fog of war at your enemy, you know, and you're looking Ooh. at it through like the the orange.
0: You yeah. know, I understand. Okay. It. okay. I I do I do yeah. get that it, a little it, bit.
1: It's it's about that, but oaks don't understand that it's oaks dangerous. Pe- oaks are people, sorry. Oaks are I'm, people sorry, to our America. American um, and
0: British and whoever anyone who isn't South African
1: there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but it's I understand it, but it's not safe, and people don't understand that it's actually not safe for the drivers. For
0: people in a football stadium, it's also probably just ruining their view. So you may as well and you're just polluting. You, you may as well you, you know those when, when you when you watch a football match and they have those huge flags or those uh, yeah, like banners that, that they go all over they everybody. They do that at the start before. Yeah, yeah, fa- yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. But th- th- that seems to be a bit more of a consensual thing. Yes. If I had some guy light a flare in front of me, I'd probably rip it out of his hands and I'd throw it. That's probably where all they came from. It wasn't yeah, from the actual person yeah. um, who lit the flare. I didn't think, oh, I spent 35 euros on this. Let me throw it onto a track. It was probably the person behind him saying, hey, I might have a child with me, man. Yeah. This kid's choking. Yeah. I'm going to throw your flare onto the track. It's around children, bro. I mean, I'm just... It, it's, no. it's, it's ridiculous. I, I would like to see it... Uh, out of uh, Formula 1 and all sports to be very honest but that's... uh that's sadly just me. Maybe I'm, maybe no, I'm just I, old. I
1: I 100% agree with you. It's, it's old people that are doing it there. It's not like you're old. It's old people, I promise you. If you yeah. look at the crowd at Zanford, there were old bullies that were bald, that were wearing orange shirts, thinking that they're cool. And they are cool, but they're not cool enough to have a flair in a
0: crowd. Jeez, Rob, you really are smashing some South African terminology here. Hey? <laughs> well, bullies. Bullies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to, you know. A bully might be your uncle if he wears a vest and crocs yes that's a and uh, shorts to the shop and uh, put his sunglasses on backwards when he's not using them that would maybe be a bully when he drives a pickup <laughs> truck that's I, toyota hilux uh, mm. sort of guy ford um, raptor yeah there there was a few there was a few things uh, that that weren't really impressive about the uh, Dutch Grand Prix but only really um minor things I think uh, the wheel guns it was it was strange to see uh, Yuki Tsunoda um complain he said My, something's wrong with the wheel here man Take his. Yeah. That, that's why he was uh, trying that's why they had to uh, get the people uh, diving into his uh, cockpit he had taken off his seat belts already because what he they was, were strapping him back he was in. Strapping him back in. Oh really? Get Back in your death machine, buddy. <laughs> That's yeah. It. He was like, "Give me out! Give me out right now!" I'm out of here, man! You right. guys are trying to kill me. No, get back in the car. <laughs> <laughs> Stapling them down into his body, man. Unreal. Um, no, so th- it was something that happened in F2 as well. We saw yeah. uh, Marino Sato uh, also have a left, uh, front, re- left front wheel was uh, not. Uh, screwed on correctly so I don't know this does seem to be something that happens in varying weather conditions hopefully it doesn't continue for too long uh, and the FIA might have to have a little, look, little bit of a look at it at that because it, it does compromise the safety of a lot of drivers yeah and it's very alarming to see that a driver can say one thing and then the the engineers that are like just taking it through telemetry are like mm, this, hey, is what, this is what hey man thing. I know I know it seems like the cars on fire and you see flames but It's not real fire. Just keep going. It's not real.
1: Yeah. I I, I think there needs to be. I mean, if Carlos Sainz's engineer is to be
0: trusted, (laughs) we see nothing wrong with the car. Fire in the cockpit. There's something wrong with the car. (laughs) Yeah, no. uh, For a sport that takes itself very seriously, um, I I think we might see see a couple of uh, repercussions on that. Yeah. Yeah. but you know i think i think other than that a safe weekend was had and it looks like i mean i think if i was to go to a a grand prix i'd probably go to the dutch grand prix it looks, yeah, like, it looks, it looks like fun here you
1: know what like i was i was looking at the at the track and i really really liked it. like
0: it like it's I, open like you can see yeah. a lot there's a lot of vantage points yeah um even just from the beachfront mm. there, there's it, it's not as cut off or, or as excluded as say Seeing one corner in Miami, yeah, you get to see a lot of that track. Yeah. It's, a, it's, yeah. it's a good old authentic track, mm. and
1: uh yeah, no, I I rate it. I hope they keep it in the in the in the calendar for all, a long time
0: coming. I, I think really as do. long as Max Verstappen's going to be in that <laughs> uh, seat, I think so? Yeah, let's get another Dashi in there then. I think I think as long as Verstappen's in that seat, and as long as they keep a name like Tarzan, there's no <laughs> there's no reason they should uh, get rid of the so Dutch good. Grand Prix. It's it's good for the sport. Yeah. It also showcases some of the best things about um, an authentic track. It shows you that you don't have to go to Los Angeles mm. or uh, Miami to have a party atmosphere. You can have it at a track that already exists. You can have it somewhere where Whoa. people are excited to go because it's a regular racetrack that they've been racing for a long time, but they bring the party there. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be made up with no undulation and no um, imagination. Not saying that these tracks don't have, you know, the uh, imagination about them, mm-hmm. but there's something to be said for good old school racetracks. 100%, yeah. And... Um, yeah, I, I mean, that brings us on to our next uh, topic, which would be the aggressive driving, which you you have to be aggressive driving at Juntwood, mm-hmm. considering how there's there's not many overtaking spots or space on the track. We yeah, you yeah, have limited lap opportunities, one. yeah. We saw from lap one with uh, Elbon and Magnussen having some pretty tight uh, tussles there. It mm. was uh, Hamilton with the blue flags and uh, yeah, trying to get past the, Vettel. Uh,
1: Sorry, Vettel and um, who, who, who was he trying to overtake? Yeah. Um,
0: oh you've caught me off guard yeah man
1: it was uh, Vettel what was it not uh, Perez
0: didn't he overtake Perez he was I he overtook was Perez, Perez overtook it. Perez and then Vettel came out
1: uh out of the pits yeah absolutely yeah
0: um, oh I have a question for you uh in IndyCar they, okay. don't, they don't have this rule do you think they should remove blue flags
1: so what, what is a blue flag
0: if you get a blue flag uh you're being overlapped you're being you're being uh, lapped okay. by somebody. Blue okay. flags mean pull over. If you yeah, yeah, yeah. if you go through, I think it's ten sections, uh, or ten blue flags, or something along those lines, you then get a penalty for ignoring blue flags. But you have to yield to the people that are coming faster behind you. Nah, definitely have blue flags. Definitely, definitely. have blue flags. I mean, it, it they be... don't have them in IndyCar, huh? Eh? That's weird,
1: hey? And uh... so you can fight them. What? Well, that's crazy, hey? Because mm-hmm. like you could just be you know a low-balling team that's not just out there to like disrupt like number
0: ones be a strange marketing ploy <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to disrupt just have really weird offshoot brands sponsoring your, <laughs> your car it would probably be like douchey ba- brands like bad boy or it like hardy, <laughs> <Ed> hardy. <laughs> that's right <laughs> Here comes Jim Bezos in the Quicksilver <laughs> car. <laughs> yeah, I know.
1: Like, it, it doesn't make sense. You have to have that blue flag because, like, it doesn't make it fair Especially to Especially on a one. track like
0: Sanford over yeah. there. But, I mean, it caused such havoc where yeah. it, it, it blew out the battle way more than it should have been uh, blown out. But there were some good uh, um, battles that we had on track. Uh, Perez and Alonso, some really tough uh, yeah. defending outside of... Uh, uh, Tarzan corner. It, it did surprise me. Just Wait, wait which which is Tarzan? Is, the Tarzan, corner, uh, is that the uh, first corner? Yeah. What's does, the last corner? Uh, that banking. Uh, just the banking. Oh, okay. Final corner. Okay. Uh, I don't know if it has a name to be very honest. Okay. But one thing that I did, I was quite surprised on is how many people defended on the inside line. Because if you defend on the inside of Tarzan, yeah you're ex- firstly you it's so narrow you're preventing your, you're preventing yourself from getting a very speedy exit you're allowing the person on the outside to take a real whip into that next corner yeah, if they true. yeah you're allowed to take a lot uh, um you're allowed to break a lot less yeah. going into it you're probably going to get a better whip however you can cut you can probably push them off a little bit if you've defended it really well which is what happened to alonso in that Perez uh, battle Sorry, I'm gonna come back to your point now, but I just realize why they call it
1: Tarzan, because the car swings out. It swings through. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. Probably. Yes. Yeah. But you're you're right. It it's it's actually quite dumb to defend on the inside there, because you are right. That car coming out is gonna like have way more momentum. It's gonna get through way easier. Um. But I. It's it. It is actually quite hard to defend that corner if you think about it. Yeah, you're going to defend
0: it from the outside, then. You and being one of your only real op- overtaking opportunities. Yeah, it's probably it's you really got to make sure that you're you're taking that that uh, outside line, especially if you're going out with speed. But, but I mean, they did the best with what they really. Don't could. you also,
1: you know, if if a car is coming, you know, beside you, don't you also have to like give reasonable space? A car's width car yes, with, right so now if that car is coming from the outside you have no real choice you have unless a... you're in front of that car but if you're not then you're now going
0: to have a, a penalty against you correct yeah so yeah. that's probably why yeah it's yeah. got a lot of things going for it mm. um oh, it's such a fun track it's it such cool. a fun track for for anybody who's uh listening what we are going to be organizing is um a and we will confirm the data tonight once uh, uh well after our little special, we're going uh, Instagram Live in uh, just a couple of minutes. Uh, We're reviewing a couple of Dutch delicacies, which we can't wait to get our hands on. And then we will release when we're gonna do a Dutch Grand Prix ride along with all of you guys and do a a mimic Dutch Grand Prix weekend. But uh, other than that, uh, we move on to a quick little segment where we just review the four drivers who definitely look like they're the stars of the future. And uh, quite honestly, proved it this weekend. Um, Max, George Leclerc, and Russell. Russell charging, uh, charging Hamilton, overtaking him. Probably better than any other overtake this weekend. Got right into the Yeah, that was gearbox. hectic. That was super close, though. Oh, it was dangerous. I thought they were going to bump tires, man. Yeah, I, I thought he was going to take him out. Yeah, exactly. but But uh, just goes to show you how good George is. It really does go to show you. Um, Max is just murdering yeah. the the circuits at the moment. Leclerc is well within the fight on most occasions, but I think, really, if he had a better car yeah. th- and a better team and a l- lot of other better things, what he'd be in the, the fight. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, you know, with Norris as well, he's he's fighting with blunt machinery at the moment, mm. but he's fighting. And uh, I think they, they're showcasing the best of what's to come. Um, Rob, how long do you uh, give it before we see no more Hamiltons and Alonzos on the podiums or in the spotlight, given how given how common it is seeing seeing these young dudes just killing it. Jeez. I don't Even know. Him. Lance Stroll, buddy. He got a 10th. <laughs> Qualified 10th, finished 10th. Yeah. That's consistency to me. Well, okay, so how old is Alonso? He's what now? 40 73. <laughs> 41? <laughs> He's 42, I think. 42. Something crazy like that. So, he's what? Old, Ham- Hamilton is now
1: 36? 36, 37, maybe? Yeah, something like that. So, we're still probably going to see him for at least another two, three years. Mm. And I think maybe after that, he's going to bow out. I think we actually might see him leave in the next two years. After this I next reckon. coming year, if, if the Mercedes car doesn't live up to what they actually want in, in their W14, then he's going to leave. Then we're not going to see him. I think Alonso is soon going to follow after him ricardo he's not even that old but he's also kind of getting phased out alonso yeah he's a freak of nature um vessel he's already leaving on his own accord so i mean it's actually probably going to happen a lot sooner than we think i would probably say within the next five years we're going to have a fresh um you know pedigree of races going through and i think you know the likes of carlos Sainz, um who else is a is a relatively old soul um who is actually another old soul apart from the other?
0: It really is only them. Nico Hulkenberg's yeah.
1: already said goodbye. Yeah, I, Halkenberg, uh, um, uh
0: What's it? Um, Magnussen. Magnussen. Magnussen's relatively old. But I think the big thing here is they're no longer in the spotlight. Yeah, but he could be. Mm. Look at Perez.
1: Mm. Perez is in a in a in a a lower end team, and then yeah. now he's at Red Bull and crushing it. It, it can turn around. It really can.
0: If I were to, if I was a betting man, I would say in the next two years. Two years. We're not, yeah, we're not going to see Hamilton. We're not going to see Alonso. If they're still in the sport, great. Mm. But we're not going to hear about them the same way that we hear about them now. They're not going to be the controversy stars. Yeah, it's going to be who's going to take Max? Who's going to? Who's going to get that Russell signature? Mm. God, is is, is Leclerc going to be the? uh the new poster boy for red bull yeah and it's just nice to see the dawn of a new era come to such a fruitful head yeah and um i think i I think the the fia and formula one in its entirety has has quite a lot to be proud of here because they've they've really (laughs) they've really um brought in the new era of drivers very successfully yeah and uh they're they're making these these cars work for them yeah which i love Sweet. So this brings us on to our next segment, which is going to be tasting and exploring the weird and wonderful foods of the Netherlands, Mr. Rob. So let's awesome. just get a few things uh, going over here. We've been exploring with a few new soundboards. <laughs> so let's get some Dutch music playing in the background there. Which I is feel like fantastic. such a kid, like
1: being on camera for the
0: first time. Like. <laughs> no, I'm so excited about it. So we've got a few different foods here. We've got uh, stroopwafels. Awesome. We've got uh, stroopwafels. Zot, uh, Dude, I'm keen, bro. We've got uh, yeah. Satan's fish, <laughs> which is uh, herring. Um, then we've got some danishes, which are fine. And hachelschlag. Uh, uh, oh.
1: Don't forget this, bro
0: we got to start with the egg. Now, yeah. uh, the reason you may find uh, Rob holding this egg is, as we mentioned, we had F1 Bingo. And uh, I made a bit of a deal with Rob saying that if Rob won F1 Bingo, I would do an egg. And an egg... <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. You should have cracked it into the beer first. No, no, no. It's fine. <laughs> don't worry about um, An egg basically consists of milk stout, usually Guinness, but I can't stand Guinness for the life. Oh, no, me. it's the same. Uh oh, yeah, boy. <laughs> Hope you guys are all looking. No, this. you need to pour more, bro. That's yeah. not gonna be good <laughs> if you don't pour enough. Oh, there le-
1: there are levels to how good this gets. So that's, that's okay. It's weird. either like all egg and no
0: beer or a lot of beer and little egg. All egg, it is. <laughs> uh oh, god, man. Okay, cheers, hey. So that's that. So I got, I got down this thing in one go. Yeah, right?
1: exactly. Oh my god.
0: Go on Mike No Mike Don't
1: stop
0: (laughs) You have to smash it In one go You can't I have to man Do you know it's like Chugging a beer Like a loaf of bread
1: Go Mike Go Mike Open your gullet Oh no dude Oh shit
0: You need (laughs) to open your gullet (laughs) (laughs) Oh man it's so gross Yes, boy. Nice. Well done, Mike. I hate F1 bingo so much. I love it. I love it, dude.
1: Oh, my God. Nice.
0: Okay, cool. High five. High five. You nailed it.
1: Absolutely nailed it. Nailed it, it, man. Nailed it.
0: Oh, let's never do that again. (laughs) (laughs) Next week. You won't believe this (laughs) on my F1 bingo sheet. It said uh, Lance Stroll finishes in the top 20, and I still (laughs) lost. (laughs) It's crazy. I can't believe I only realized that until we were like halfway through the race. Uh, <laughs> yeah, let's never ever um, do that ever again. You're fine. Yeah, but that is what it is. Um, all right, back in there. Sorry about that. That was just a little bit silly. Yeah, I'm freaking out. So, what, we have to what do. should we start <laughs> off with here? Uh, what did Hay say we should uh, start off with? Let's
1: do the herring first, please. Please. No, That's the
0: herring, a- we're going to do this in in, 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 uh, in good... Bad, good, bad. So, so what's bad? This and that. Good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, th- I think... Um, what do you guys think we should start off with here?
1: Yeah, what do you guys think?
0: I started off with an egg and beer. So... <laughs> <laughs> Who, yeah. What do you guys think we should start off with here? No one's replying, so... Herring. Herring it is. Great. Fantastic. (laughs) I hope you guys have all joined us on the uh, Instagram live channel at the moment. Do we have any side plates? Uh, We don't have any side plates. You're just going to have to use your hachelschlag as a... Is that our hands? No, it's the uh, chocolatey bread. Here we go, Rob. Here's your... You know what they say. You know what the Dutch say. We
1: can't make chocolate from this, bro. No, is that... What's in the middle? It's a gherkin. Nah, fam, this isn't real. Oats. Alrighty. This still scales on this shit. I shouldn't be
0: swearing. Sorry. <laughs> Is it okay? That's no, really good, man. I promise you, it's actually really nice. Mm, whole thing, dude, it's nice. No, it's not as bad as you thought, man. Come no. on, you you thought it was gonna be much worse. I I, I could eat that. I actually quite like that. I don't like it. Out of ten, uh, that's a six. I could I could eat that for breakfast. That's a low four. That's a low four. <laughs> yeah, that's a low four, bro. Oh wow. That's horrendous. <clears throat> okay, cool. Uh, <sighs> uh. Okay. So next up, uh, I think uh, to keep spirits high, <laughs> we'll go with a the, the, the stroopwafel. It always surprises me that. The Netherlands. i fish again. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of fish in one it bite. Is, it's hey. an entire herring.
1: Dude, I just don't like the fact that this. I,
0: and I love sushi. Yeah, Dutch shu, Dutch sushi doesn't work. I was whacked, I'm, I'm not doing that again. Please don't make me do that again. I'll eat another one, actually. <laughs> I'll eat another one of those. <laughs> I hate a flip an egg raw in a beer. I can do whatever the hell I want right now, man.
1: Yeah, but that's like, you know, swallowing it. That that was like chewing it, savoring
0: it. Look, I'm going to put the strip buffle down just for the... The thing's all fishy now. Yeah, look, strip buffles, they're great. Mm. They're, you're never going to make a bad strip waffle. It's dense. Somewhat a nice snack size.
1: Good texture on the, on the actual biscuit there. That's a buy.
0: That's yeah. a buy. Yeah, that's a, that's a fantastic little... Uh, that's a good snack. I, I'm, it's I'm a, a decent 7 out of 10. Decent yeah, 7. Without a doubt. Um, to continue with that, I'm going to suggest, Rob, that we... You can put your strip waffle down now. You, you don't get much more than that, buddy. Mm. We're on time, do no not you? No problem. Because it's a tasting more than anything. We can have as many as we want. Time to have the uh, drops from hell. Now, I've had these before. i brother... Of Used to love these things, these uh, zote drops. So I got the one cent, and uh, it's probably less. Uh, I, I don't think so, man. <laughs> these are these are horrible. So if you smell oh, it. Oh, dude, it does smell weird. No, put it in your mouth and then suck on it. Mm, it's not as bad as I thought. Actually, ah, bro, it's actually cool. It's actually quite nice. Hmm. It's licorice. I was exper- i was expecting like hell on earth. No, this is perfect. This is the a- ones. Look, the ones my brother used to get were these uh, triple salt ones. Okay. And you would just get the ocean replayed back into your mm. face the entire time.
1: This is just straight licorice. This is great. Mm. This no, is like—it's
0: a bit chewy. Like, how do you Le- get rid of this? It's a bit leathery. <laughs> you know, like if I if I was going through the carcass of an animal, I feel like I'd be chewing this. It's gonna last this. in my mouth for another five years. I feel like the only way to get through this is to swallow it. No, I'm not
1: swallowing it. So I, I just, just my windpipe.
0: No, nah, it won't. Don't worry. I've just swallowed it. I swallowed gum. I swallowed this. I swallowed pills. I'm not swallowing it. You, I'll, um, I'll keep
1: it in my mouth. I'm not choking. I'm it's going to ruin TV.
0: every other thing that you've got here. Um, including the fish. Fish, yeah, Feed my dog, dude. Give it to my no. dog. It's, sh- it's sugar-free. No, that's going to hurt the dog. <laughs> I don't think... I fed him worse, buddy. <laughs> Um. Let's carry on. Sure, sure, sure. Next thing over here is your Hachelschlag, which I got suggested that we actually use the uh, 100% cocoa, one of the best cocoa variant. It's what's a dater. I always like pronouncing the uh, Dutch um, R as It's not. A, it's not a r. It's a r. It's like, like a drunk vacu- R. Yeah, it's like a yeah. it's like a drunk R. It's exactly where it is. Um, but they have this for breakfast, for lunch, for any any time of the day. Mm. Are they diabetic here? Mm.
1: <laughs> like half of it falls off the slice before you've even had any. Well,
0: that's stupid. <laughs> what a stupid breakfast. No. No mate i'd have the fish over this no i'd have the fish over this any day no, said it's, it's that. actually it's mm-hmm. actually good it's actually really
1: good it's like a weird kind of nutella Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> the that's practicality t- of it all makes zero sense Stupidly. everything grows all it's the dumbest thing i've ever had in my life <laughs> it's absolutely ridiculous it tastes good though it i would give it
0: that's a solid six and a half Mm. No six. That's a six. It's not bad. That is the food equivalent of somebody. <laughs> it just you know ridiculous. you know when people you know when people do the, that, that foot thing where they go, the their, foot their, thing their feet in a tank and a and a fish That's all the all the bacteria and all all the sort of nonsense off your feet. Uh-huh. It's the same thing for me. It's just why would you do that? Makes zero sense. I know that's a harsh comparison. Go for it, man I feel like the Dutch must have really good table manners <laughs> if if they're gonna be is this some sort of weird practicing thing that they do mm. odd not my favorite but uh, I guess I don't want to be culturally inappropriate
1: yeah George right? Russell
0: George Russell <laughs> he's done that for years dude you know that's the <laughs> thing I, hate, I can't stand it Rob finally we can have a A little pastry. I think there's custard inside there. It's a Danish. When I went to uh, the the place to get this, I said, uh, just give me the most... Give me the most Dutch thing that you can. (laughs) And they gave me a Danish. Who made the Danish? (laughs) I... (laughs) I don't know how that works out. Mmm. Yeah. Mmm. Yeah, that's fine. I love that. That's a... That's an like eight and a half out of ten. Yeah, that's 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 my favorite thing. You won't believe this, man. I'd say, in terms of scoring this, I'd put it as number one's gonna go to stru- the waffle Okay. Number two's gonna go to the pastry. Number three's <laughs> gonna go to the fish. No. <laughs> I'm not even kidding, man. Number four to this to that. No. And number five is no that ways. ridiculous sprinkles on white bread. Just <laughs> so dumb, man. No, it was good. I It was, rate. A, it was so expensive for what that was. <laughs> How much was it? It's like 85 Rand for sprinkles, dude. That yeah, makes zero sense. Makes you see zero why sense. I'm like, hey. Oh, it's because it's, it's important. But yeah, it's but just it's, chocolate sprinkles. It's really. just chocolate sprinkles. But uh, over, overall, uh, yeah. Not bad from the Dutch. Not bad from them. Mm. I'm happy with that. Uh, that uh, did its job.
1: You are right about the Stroopwafels. So like, they are... I'm also butchering their pronunciation.
0: Stroopwafel. That's number one. You think number the Stroopwafel... Yeah. Number two, number three,
1: number four, number
0: five. Yeah. I, I definitely agree with you there, man. I think that that's... Uh, oh, Rob. You said a completely different thing. Rob, you won't believe this. You'd oh, record. no, 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 no. I, I, I thought that uh, your, your microphone yeah. wasn't recording this entire time. <laughs> Probably didn't happen. Yeah. Well, um, I think that just about does it for our food review. Um, it was a bit of an experiment, seeing if anybody uh, enjoys this. Uh, Italy seems like a bit more of a reasonable country to go to next oh, year. Oh, epic.
1: Are we going to food sample them?
0: I reckon we, we should. we already know them, pizza... There's other stuff that they eat, like, like, uh, like snails. No, that's French. Um, fingernails? That's French. Hmm. <laughs> Dogs? Okay, okay. <laughs> We're not going to do this. <laughs> but I think that was uh, a lot of fun for what it was. Uh, thanks, everyone, in uh, Instagram uh, Live for actually joining us for that and wasting your, your Sunday evening. Uh, but uh, I think... That leads us to start wrapping up the end of the show, Rob. It's our us to the so, uh, Monza Grand Prix mm. next year. Oh, yeah, well, goodbye, everyone. Thanks so much for hanging out with us. And uh, I highly suggest you getting pickled herring for you and your loved ones. It's high in omega-3. And yeah, it it's week. good. It's a good aphrodisiac. It's a good aphrodisiac. <laughs> <laughs> for one. <laughs> Well, bye everyone (laughs) there. Um, But yeah, Rob, that takes us on to uh, next week where we move on to Monza and the last of the uh, triple header. Mm. Excited for that. Temple of Speed. Alex Albon surely going to get a top three. Temple of Speed, bro. Latifi, points. No way, he's Uh, not going to get points. He's not. You don't think so? (laughs) No way.
1: Probably not. He's not going to make it out of the pit lane. (laughs) (laughs) It's so harsh. I swear. (laughs) I'm well, making interviews as I go.
0: We'll see how that goes. But it, it was a fun weekend uh, touring uh, the Netherlands with all of you, finding out some of your interesting facts and uh, tasting some of your great and uh, some of your horrible food. But we we definitely had fun, and I think it was uh, definitely worthwhile. So we will catch you guys uh, next week, Thursday. Thursday, yeah. Uh, yeah. Basically Thursday, mm. 12 a.m. on uh, Thursday morning when we release our preview of the Monza Grand Prix Uh, until then we look forward to catching you guys on our Instagram and our uh, Twitter where we're tweeting up a storm having a lot of fun if you guys do feel so inclined to follow us on Spotify YouTube Instagram we're going to be uploading some of this to uh, YouTube uh, probably this week or shortly afterwards yeah Um, if you guys enjoyed Simple things like we did, having these uh, little food journeys with you. Let us know. We we love your feedback, and uh, we love taking you on a little ride with us. Um, we will see you next week, uh, Wednesday. And uh, until then, you can see, you can catch me on the real sweaty mic. And uh, Rob, where can we uh, get you, buddy?
1: At Rob Andrewhurst on Jesus, Instagram. I'm
0: still reeling over that fish, man, and that stupid <laughs> egg.
1: That was a great egg. It was, a, it
0: was a good egg. You should have pounded it. <laughs> sorry, Next I week, can... you might be able to get me back. I can hardly breathe. <laughs> yeah. Let us know if you also want your own F1 bingo cards. And we are very happy to play F1 bingo with uh, all of you. It should be a lot of fun. But until then, thanks to everybody who's joined us, everyone in America and all the new countries, including Switzerland, Brazil, Indonesia, and uh, Indonesia. the Philippines, oh, wow. who have now started listening to us. Amazing thank you everybody it's wonderful to have you with us and we will see you guys in the next episode but until then rob why don't you say goodbye to the people goodbye people goodbye people